Are you being judgmental? We're going to be talking about judging people and the weird twist that it actually has about how it helps or doesn't help a person. We're talking about that on this week in episode 171 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mel. This is the show that helps men step out of the turmoil of their life and to find and embrace the joy, the fulfillment that can be found in anybody's life. And today we're talking about being judgmental and the actual truth about being judgmental. And are you being judgy? And the answer is, is going to be one of those where it's it's going to toss you toss you around a little bit, a little bit, just 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 a tiny. But before we actually get started, I wanted to say, guys, we're, y'all, we're still doing great. We're still making. It, it, bringing more people in every week. And it's just, it does me wonders. Uh, I I stand back just in in awe on the fact that we keep getting more and more people. It's like, really, people do still are actually listening to me. We had, you know, had 80 people or 80 people. We had one person download 80 episodes. And it was just one of those where I stepped back and was like going, Wow, you know, that's a whole lot of Brian, man. That is, I don't know, I don't know if that he's going to be able to handle it. Somebody might want to check in on him a little bit later down the road, because wow, that's going to be a whole lot of me just yabbering away in his ear and and <laughs> and. But I am pr- appreciative of the fact that he actually did, and that's one of the cool things that happens is somebody will find me and then they go back and they hit the back catalog. They may not do all of it because I mean they see holy crow, that's one hundred and seven. Episodes, or in this case, there's now 171 episodes. You know, that's 30 minutes. So, uh, at, at minimum, some are a little longer, some are a little shorter, but still, you know, on the average, that's going to take a few days of listening. And so, there, like I said, that's a whole lot of, of Brian yabbering away in your ear. But I am truly appreciative of the fact that whoever it was that did that, man, you're awesome. Thank you. And I uh, hope you pick up something that is beneficial for you from there. Let's go ahead and let's jump into here because we're talking about judgmental, being judgmental, being judgy, you know, do should we or should we not judge other people? We've always heard, don't judge lest you be judged yourself. And that really screws a whole lot of people up because when you hear that, you're like going, yeah, we're, you know, we can't be judgy. We can't be judging people for, for things that we've perceived to be wrong and to a point you're right but at the same time we're always judging people we're always making judgment calls and so next time you actually are seeing somebody walking around and you hear them say something like don't judge me i want after looking at this i want you to sit back and think why do they not want you to actually judge them i guess the first question i would actually ask if somebody was was telling me that i didn't want them to, to didn't want me to judge them would be why you know why would you why do you not want to be judged that is a that's a really tough question to answer and because the actual truth of the matter is, is that they don't want to hear you 
throw something negative about their actions because nobody has a problem of you walking by say you have a dad who is who is being a great dad or what I perceive to be a great dad and I see him doing something I like I said I perceive to be a good thing for a dad to do and I tell him hey good job pop keep it up and I keep going well in all reality I judged him I laid down a judgment and told him he was doing a good dad thing. Now, is that really a good dad thing? I'd honestly tell you the truth. I don't know. It's really dependent upon what his, uh, what his view is. But what I'm doing is whenever I'm judging somebody, I'm sharing my set of values with another person. And that really kind of messes with a lot of folks just because they hear your set of values being given to them and they think, Oh, that means I'm supposed to be acting like that. And no, that's not the case at all. That's not a requirement that you act in accordance to, to what other people how other people act you know i can tell my son you're being a bad boy you know if he writes if he was to when he was younger and he was to write on the on the wall with a crayon you know i would cast a, ju- a judgment on him of why aren't you do that oh my gosh it's terrible and there's some parents who would actually look at that and go well why are you you know why are you being mean to your son well am i really being mean or am i just being perceived as being mean you see judging somebody is just, a, like I said, just a matter of sharing my values with somebody else. And somebody else has got their values being shared with me. So how do you not be judgmental? <laughs> well, there's the only way you can actually not judge anybody for anything is to stay in your house. Stay parked right where you're at. And don't look at television because you're going to make judgments on television. You're going to make a judgment call on what show to watch. Well, I would rather watch Gilligan's Island over, you know, Dallas. Or I would rather watch, I don't even know what television shows are out these days. I don't watch television, but um, I would rather watch Lonesome Dove over Dance with Wolves. Those are actually judgment calls. You can't make a, you can't go through life in all reality without making a judgment call. You go to a movie with a friend, y'all are going to have two separate judgments of what that television show or what that movie was about. And that's one of the fun things about the discussion afterwards when you start actually having movie talk with your friend after the movie and y'all are talking about the nuances of the show. Or if you like, if you watch new rock stars and you're hearing about how, you know, the, all the little Easter eggs that happen on, uh, in, uh, um, not, uh, well, in Iron Man one as, and how the, the answers or the, the Easter eggs for Iron Man one show up in, in Captain America. And so you've got the, you know, those are again, somebody may think those are really cool, but the fact that you're actually stating, Hey, that's a really cool idea is a judgment call. That is you making, seeing, taking all the, all the instances around you and decide, you know what? That's a really cool idea. That's a really cool insertion of whatever the show is or whatever, whatever the circumstance of the, of life is. See, a judgment call is nothing more than you expressing the thought that you're having about a circumstance. Again, let's go back to dad, dad, say dad's disciplining his, his son and what that means to you. Again, that, again, that is your, me just saying that is going to create a judgment. Oh my gosh, the dad's beating on the kid. Well, is he? I didn't say he was beating on the kid. I just said he's disciplining. So again, you have a judgment as to on the word 
discipline. I can, I mean, this is one of those things where you could go into inception where it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a thought of a thought of a thought of a thought of a thought. And each time it gets a little weirder and a little b- more stretched out and a little bizarre and, and all that. And so can you actually go and not judge somebody? No, no, you're making a judgment all the time. Just remember that when you're telling somebody what that judgment is, they they have a choice to decide, I'm going to accept that judgment or not. And people who get mad, are they really mad at you? Think about that. Is it Are they really terribly furious with you when you lay down judgment on them? And the answer is actually no. And the reason why that is not the case, why they are actually not actually mad at you because you made a judgment call, say you've got a, a dad who is just yelling at his son. And you go, dude, you can, there's a better way of doing that. And he yells it back at you and goes, what do you know? Don't judge me because I'm yelling at my son. You don't know what's going on, which is true. He do, You don't know the full details. Maybe son went off and, you know, smacked a woman on the butt. And he was just playing, but at the same time, in his innocence and in, in today's environment, you know, all of a sudden, you've got a group of, uh, of of militant feminists who come storming up to him, to this little five-year-old kid, demanding his head because he dared touch a woman. I, the patriarchy being as horrible and terrible as they are, and you're just teaching a young boy exactly how to be is just as horrible and terrible as, as the rest of the men are, you know. Yada yada yada. All right, now that we've got our got our field laid out, what you know that whole that whole line of thinking of you telling dad that blowing up on your on his son like that is bad call for him. That's a, again just a judgment call. Any okay? Don't know where I, I was at on that one. I had to stop for a moment because had a uh, uh, they're doing some work outside of the building here, and the guy was coming in to uh, check some stuff, and so I need to talk with him. And so I just know that we were talking about dad throwing a fit because he came along smacked uh, smacked the girl's butt just because he's being a little five-year-old turd and you know and you happen to cast your your judgment upon dad saying that his yelling at his son's not doing any good well to to point that out to point that whole line of judgment out and to to really kind of hammer home is i would have to ask is it really is if you were to tell, share with him that you you're you're yelling at him, disciplining your, that his son the way he is is good or bad? Do you know? Well, no. And again, this the reason why I'm I'm drawn on this is to go to a, a bit of an extreme side because we're fixing to shrink in just a little bit more, and it's actually going to focus in on uh, on divorce and and that type of thing. When you're talking about casting a judgment, making a judgment call, you're casting, uh, being judgmental on a person. You're just sharing, you're just sharing a thought. You're, you're sharing a, how you're taking what you're perceiving the situation, the circumstance to be. And it's completely dependent on how the other guy takes it, because you could say, say it in the most loving way possible. And he can still, if you've got teenagers, you know, this, you could say it as the most kind, loving way possible. And you know, all of a sudden there, you got this kid who's exploding, having a meltdown because you said something that wasn't right. Well, whose fault is that? Is it dad's fault because he, he's the one yelling? Is it the kid's fault for slapping the mom's, the woman's butt? Or is it your fault for casting judgment? The actual answer is none of the above. 
it's not your fault. You're sharing your, your a thought. And so, and there's a lot of people who run around saying, you don't need to be sharing your thoughts. Your thoughts are, you know, no, that's how we communicate. The fact that you're actually listening to this is nothing more than you're listening to a stream of my thoughts. We share thoughts as a means to help other people grow. We help other people become better people. And we do this by sharing our thoughts with other folks. Some people share their thoughts and they're real, it's really bad, uh, bad thoughts to have. Why? Because it went the exact opposite of what they were saying it was supposed to do. That's bad advice. That's a bad thought. To, but again, is that thought really a bad thought? <laughs> because, you know, that's just a judgment call on what, on the results that they got. So to think that the dad was doing something wrong is it is a, a complete and total judgment call. It's just you sharing your your thoughts and your ideas and perceptions. Now there are times that yes, dad is completely out of bounds when he's doing something that is against the law. So if he was taking a two by four and striking the kid in the back with it, you know, okay, yeah, you probably that's a little excessive. You're leaving your mark. You're leaving marks on the kid. That's you're going a little far. That's probably where you you need to learn to draw the line step back take a breather and all that shaking a taking a, a newborn baby and shaking it because it won't shut up is crossing the line you're causing actual physical harm to somebody that is a, a line that we have all agreed upon as being bad now is that actually bad well depending on which which side of the coin you're you're observing it really kind of depends Look at, uh, what was it, 2021, when Kyle Rittenhouse shot those people? Half of the country thought he is a horrible, terrible, awful person. And the other half of the country thought he was doing his job, doing his duty. He was protecting people. Who was right? That's why we have courts. So they can actually make the official judgment call. <laughs> and so you find out that, you you know, is that really against the law or was that just perceived to be against the law? And a lot of times it's just a perceived against the law type of thing instead of being actually against the law. That's one of the reasons why you get so many Karens running around is because they have their, they cast their own judgment call and they think they, they absolutely know that they're right, that, that you shouldn't be in their neighborhood and, and you should be telling them exactly who they are. And, no, actually, you don't. Karen doesn't have a uh, have a right one to be asking who's driving around in their neighborhood. She's just wanting to make a judgment call as to who it is. And she probably is also wanting to feel a bit like she's got some power over herself and over her life. So she's wanting to, she's trying to exert some power over another person, which doesn't do anything in, in the, the grand scheme of things. It just, it just causes more, more frustration out of, out of everybody who's around them. But here's another way to actually look at this. A good way to look at this. And if you're women, if you're, if you're listening to this, I'm, there's a good chance I'm going to irk you a little bit. And it's not the point, but it's a great example that a lot of men will actually understand. You have, you go to a club and you see a bunch of girls out there dancing, but there's usually one who has got dressed in nothing but a see-through bra and or see-through dress and and has everything out for display and then is getting mad at guys because they are looking at her they're they're ogling her they're coming up they're asking her for her phone number and she's like heck no I don't want to talk to you 
I'm just trying to have quote unquote fun. Well, okay. And that's fine. So that's, that's her prerogative. If that's what she wants to do and that's how she wants to dress. All right. That's cool. But the big issue and the big problem that she's actually running into is that not the right type of people are actually giving her the attention she wants. She wants the high value rich guy who might be at the club, but more than likely is not at the club to pick her up. But little dorky living paycheck to paycheck dude who's just got one knockoff Gucci shirt on walking up to her asking her for for her phone number, she's going to perceive that as being harassment because it's not the right guy asking her out on a date or asking her for her phone number. You saw that a lot. What was it last month or a month or two ago, a little earlier uh, in 2023, where you had a whole bunch of TikTok girls who were throwing a fit about guys looking at them because they're working out. And again, they're wearing you know, the, they've got the yoga pants on that with no underwear on. So you see absolutely everything with a little t- uh, tight sports bra on and they've got their hair done up real nice and, and they look all special and, and all of a sudden and they get to there and they're just kind of, they're really sticking their butt out there and they've got the chest out there and they're doing their little bitty little workout that uh, barely enough to make them even sweat. And a guy comes along and asks them if they need help and they're, oh, please. And they throw a fit and they want to try to demean the guy. And women, even your ex-wife does this. And you do this to your ex-wife. Our thoughts are going to make our life better or for worse. And you can either take your wife and her examples, uh, to her, her judgments. She may go off and say, well, you're just, you're lazy and you're no good. And you just sit there on the couch all the time. Well, Okay, what's making you mad about that? If you're getting angry about that, ask yourself, why are you actually getting upset over that type of, of comment? And I can guarantee you, if we, if you and me were sitting down face to face, I, I would eventually pull out of you that the reason why you were throwing such a fit about her making the comment that she did, that you all you do is sit on the couch and play video games and that you have never done anything great in your life is that it got too close to home. It got too close to the truth. And that really bothered you because now you have the thoughts of inadequacy churning up. Those thoughts of inadequacy create the feeling of inadequacy. Those feelings of inadequacy aren't nice. They aren't pleasant. They're very, they're, it's kind of a negative feeling. You've failed something and it doesn't feel good. And you're, if you're not, if you have an unmanaged mind, that's going to cause you to want to spin off into grabbing a drink of alcohol because you know it's it's better having taking a taking a big old uh, drag off of a bowl of uh, a uh, bowl of a bong. You know you're you're going to do something. You're going to eat a bunch. You're going to eat all, that that half a gallon of ice of ice cream. Whatever it is that you find as a means of sedating that feeling is going to refer reflect back up to the very thought you're fat and overweight and you don't do anything with your life well you're going to feel bad so you're going to go eat that ice cream and now guess what you're going to be fat and you're going to be overweight and instead of doing something with your life you sat there and ate a bowl of ice cream 
or a half gallon of ice cream or a whole gallon of ice cream if you got, you know, you got some blue bunny or something. And that's that we take that judgment as being a negative judgment. And those are the things that we don't want to hear. But if say if you were to to take your your a uh, say you were the right type of guy and you approached the girl at the club and she was excited about it, see your your very same action of all the other guys made it through because you are to her you gave her a good compliment and you could do the same with with dad throwing a fit about the uh, about the kid slapping his slapping the, the random woman on the butt you could go up to him and you maybe you said dude you're okay it's good to see he's still a boy you know you might make some comment like that and he has a choice he could either take that as you making a negative judgment call or he could make take it and make it a, ju- a positive judgment call and that has nothing to do with what you just said it has everything to do with what thoughts he had again as i've said before your thoughts create your emotions your feelings they your thoughts create the feelings the feelings create your your actions your actions create your results so to be to feel bad because your wife has scolded you is because you have a very unmanaged mind. That mind is, instead of being able to see that, oh, I'm just having a thought. And even when you have a thought, it gets really hard. Last week, well, actually, it's the end of this week, this uh, this last week. This weekend, I just hit a freaking wall of frustration because I've been working on Relaxed Mail for, well, really getting serious about it for the past year, where I've just... I'm knuckling under, I'm doing stuff, I'm taking steps, I'm trying to get this thing moving, and I'm, I don't see the results that I want yet. That is, uh, that's my frustration, and I am work, helping a friend out, and we are down to, my, uh, to a month and a half, and it really started getting on, uh, under my skin. I really, my, I let my thoughts start to go very, un, very intentionally unintentional, <laughs> if there's a good way to describe that. I was trying to think of how to describe it because I realized what I was doing. I realized I was feeling the frustration. I was, re- I realized I was feeling the, the fear of what happens if I have to go back to a truck. That fear just really started to eat at me. And where I got to the point of frustration, a frustration where the dog was bar- bothering the hell out of me. I was just wanting to sit down and watch a movie and the dog wasn't leaving me alone. And I, kick the dog out of the, out of the bedroom. And that, and I, I wasn't nice about it. I didn't hurt her, but at the same time, I was not nice about getting rid of the dog out of the bedroom. And that created a whole line of discussion with me and the wife to where I was like, all right, never mind. We're, we, we're, we're going to have to hold off on, on movie night till some other time. And when I went out into the living room, just hung out there, just let myself cool off, let the dog hang around me because for whatever reason, she is, has not just attached herself to me. She has molded herself to my very presence. And that gets very overwhelming for me whenever I'm trying to trying to do stuff. That's why I had to start working on the business outside of the, I could have done everything that I'm doing from, from the house. Burl said, I, my friend Burl said, I could do this from the house, but I can't. Why? Because anytime I sit down at the house and try to do something, the dog is right there wanting me to do stuff and it doesn't work. And so the whole line of thoughts there, everything that I just said right there is a stream of judgment calls. I had the judgment call that I am tired of the dog being right underneath my feet, 
trying to be in my face, trying to be uh, 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 touching me at the same time, being standing in the way of Jana so she couldn't see what was going on on the television and everything else. And I just, my whole fo- line of focus became judge the dog. The dog is being bad. The dog is being in the way. The dog is being, being you know, a disruption to me and a disruption to, to the family and disruption and all this. And is it? No, that's just my thoughts about the dog being a dog. She's just doing dog shit. <laughs> all right. And because of that, I wanted it to make mean something very particular to me. And in all reality, it didn't mean diddly nor squat. It just mean, meant the dog likes to be around me. She likes to feed off the energy that I provide her. And that she enjoys that and she gets a really good, big, deep dopamine rush because I won't stop playing with her while I'm trying to watch a movie. She gets bored. It's like, all right, hey, let's hit that up. He He's good at not making me bored. When in all reality, I probably need to let her go off and be bored. I'm not mean and I'm not being mean to her by letting her be bored. I'm actually probably showing her more love. But again, these are all just thoughts. And a judgment call, being judgmental, is you showing proof that you're thinking. You're taking your thoughts and you're running them against your set of values. And when you run them against those set of values, is it a good outcome or is it a bad outcome? It doesn't matter. The circumstance never changed. The dog was being a dog. Your son smacked a woman on the butt. You, Your wife said you were being fat, lazy, out of shape, and is not good for the marriage. Those are all that's been done. It doesn't mean that you're good, you're bad, or indifferent. It just means you are. What thoughts you have about what was said, what, the thoughts that you have about what was done, the thoughts that you have about what's going on around you creates the emotional unwellness that, you, you, that you're running away from. And if you can stop and st- stop running away from that bad emotion, and just let it be there. Let it wash over you. It feels like shit. I swear to God it does. And I'm sorry that it does, but it's just a fact of life. But when it feel, when you let that emotion run over you and you just be with that feeling, you find out that there's nothing you need to really hide from on feeling frustrated. And that's why it built, it built up so much on me is because I was not allowing that frustration when it would hit to happen. I would just, ah, uh, yeah, I know I've got, uh, I'm feeling frustrated. I just need to do this. I need to go walk. I need to do this. I need to distract myself from being frustrated. And it built itself up. I denied the emotion uh, the ability to live its life. If I had allowed it to be there, minute and a half, maybe two minutes worth of frustration and, uh, and thoughts, and it would have gone and I would have been past it and I could have continued on down the path. But no, I got myself hung up on being a frustrated son of a gun. And those thoughts, those frustrations, those judgment calls that you make, if you are resisting them, they're going to cause the problems of when your soon-to-be ex-wife starts hollering at you and telling you that you're a no-good dad, you're going to start to believe her. You're going to agree with her, and you're going to get mad about it instead of just letting the emotion be. Let the emotion be. Let the emotion run its course, and she can sit there and stand in front of your face and call you everything but a white boy, and you're going to be okay with it. Because you're going to understand that those are just her thoughts that she's spewing. It has no reflection upon who you are, really. Other people may take those emotions and go, yep, 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 you're you're definitely fat and overweight. According to whom? I mean, come on. You can't even say obesity fits a particular glove because 
you've got what National Institute of Health likes to say that if you're over a certain height and over a certain weight that you're morbidly obese, or if you're at a certain height and you're over a certain amount of weight that you're morbidly obese. But yet, if you actually take the, all that information and you run it over to a professional football player, every single one of those dudes is morbidly obese, except for maybe the kicker. And why are they morbidly obese? Because they're over a certain, they're at a certain height and they're over a certain amount of weight. So the body mass index is too damn high. No, they're Dude, they're freaking trucks that have been working out and they're in shape. So again, even the, the, the guidelines that we have for our life are just judgment calls. These are people who've made a judgment call. Should you eat five square, uh, five servings of, uh, of wheat and, uh, and, and grains? Back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, yeah, that's what you're supposed to eat. And no one questioned it. Nowadays, yeah, we're, we, so what's changed? It's not the meat. It's not the, it's not the, uh, it's not the grains. Though people would like to say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, they've got genetically modified. Well, guess what? If you had a cow that was not genetically modified, you wouldn't have a black Angus cow. All right. You wouldn't have a red Hereford cow. You wouldn't have a longhorn steer. You wouldn't have any of the breeds of dogs. You've got genetically modified dogs walking around. If you have got a purebred, any whatever, those are genetically modified organisms. All right. Wheat genetically modified. Is it? Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Idiots who, uh, who want to try to make you nervous, make you anxious about life. They have gone off and set that up to where, oh, it's genetically modified. Oh, my God. Now we got GMO free. You know, what does that mean? Nothing. Just means that we don't, we didn't do a GMO. Uh, we didn't, we, we use strictly Monsanto, you know, whatever. They, there's nothing GMO. It's just, it's like gluten free. All right. No crap. Potatoes are gluten free because potatoes don't have gluten in them. <laughs> and now I'm starting to go off on, on my weird side tangents. But anyhow. But those are just, just marketing ploys that have instilled people into people sets of thoughts. Is is breakfast good for you? I think so. I think a high protein diet or breakfast is very good for you. Having bacon and eggs and and maybe some sausage gravy, even though that's got some flour in it. That sounds horrible, but no, it's actually you're got the fat from the bacon and the and the sausage in there, and it's and you've got the flour to help make everything. You've got the milk. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in there that's actually very very good for you. Yeah, a little bit of flour, maybe a cup of flour. All right, Ugh. so and throw some biscuits in there. Yeah, you're not. You're primarily you've got your bacon, you got your eggs, you got your sausage, you got your ham steak, or you know whatever it is you're cooking and you're having with your breakfast. That's what makes that high protein diet great for you. I and that's my belief. That is my judgment call. So to have all that is a is a good way of being able to to understand that we're just sharing thoughts, people. That's all we have. When we're anytime we say something, whether it's good, it's bad. When you're listening to the news, news is nothing but a big ass judgment call. All right, it is nothing but twenty four seven judge, 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 judge. The left is doing this, and it's horrible. Or the right is doing this, and it's treacherous. And it's no. They're people being people, and by gosh, there's not actually breaking any laws because no one's going to jail. So again, guys, 
when your ex-wife or your soon-to-be ex-wife or your girlfriend or whatever says something and it you find that it hurts your feelings, find out. Ask yourself, why does it hurt your feelings? Why does that particular judgment call hurt your feelings? Because it's actually, it didn't. The fact that she said it didn't actually hurt your feelings. The thought that you had about what she said is actually what hurt your feelings. And so your hurt feeling is because more than likely you actually agreed with her. So how do you change agreeing with her? That's the trick. That's the trick. That's the rub. How do you get that to, uh, to change? And the way you do that is you pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to what your thoughts are. Get associated with a group of men and start sharing with them. Start sharing your frustrations and your anger and, and all that with them. And let them help you become the better man. Because the moment you can do that, the moment you can start meeting with these men and you start sharing with them and you start becoming a, a stronger man with those, with the help of those other masculine men, you'll find that sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you. If you, there's anything on this episode that just resonated with you, just you were like, hell yeah, that's right. I, I like what that said. That's so true. Share it out. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. Just take a screenshot of it. Share it on Instagram. Tell people why you why you liked it. Share it on Twitter. Anywhere on any social media that you like. If you tag a tag a fellow brother in that and let them know, hey dude, I heard this and I think you would benefit from this. If you wanted to share it out on as a text message, you can do that. Most podcast platforms these days have podcast apps have some type of share button. You hit the share button, share it as a text message and let them know why you think they, they need to listen to this. Let them know why. So they can actually go forward and, and listen instead of going, Oh, it's just Brian. He's sharing stuff out again. Uh, good grief. And this thing's, uh, this thing, this thing's almost 45 minutes long. It's almost three quarters of an hour. Holy smokes. How am I going to do you can, you do and tell them why you'll actually find a lot more people being willing to listen. And so as you share this out, you're letting, not only are you helping a fellow man, you're also letting a fellow man know, dude, there's the relaxed male. This guy is out to try to help guys stop being a ball of anxiety ridden nerves and is wanting the guys to be able to step back, breathe and enjoy life because life is too dang short to take so seriously. So guys, with that, thank you all again for listening. If you like the show, please share, like, and follow, and we will see you next week. So till then, bye.